this is just a black podcast episode 36 josiah what's going on bro it's good man i'm back i got my wisdom tooth taken out so we live <laughs> <laughs> we're back okay i'm glad you're back 100 yeah we had to take a couple weeks off to let josiah get back to the so so uh, we'll talk. We'll hold that experience because I want to. I want to. I want to talk about the funny stuff, like you being on the medicine and all that. So, but today's a special episode. Uh, we got a special guest with us today. We, uh, he goes by the name of Doctor Dental, aka Devonte Johnson. What's going on, bro? You all right? Thanks for being on the show. Thank y'all for the opportunity. It's been, a, it's been a good week, so I'm glad to be able to just chop it up and. Uh, talk to you guys we're we're yeah we'll we'll get into um the doctor dental life but we know today is uh sunday february 13th the super bowl super bowl 56 super bowl sunday y'all got any are you looking forward to the game Devonte? or are you, do you have a team in in the league man so what's i'm from atlanta man so i'm a diehard falcons fan Wow. To the end, bro. See how that goes. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I, I wouldn't have the chip on my shoulder like I like I do if we would have just won that last one. Yeah, that was a tough yeah. one. That was a tough one. So that was a tough one. Yeah, man. Um, outside of that, bro, I'm just a fan of the game. Um, I'm really a fan of uh Jamar Chase. I like yeah. his game. I like, I like his game. And I, yeah. I, I, I really um I'm betting with them, man. I'm on, I'm I'm with the Bengals, dog. I like oh. I like I, I do like the Odell storyline. <laughs> I, I do too. I do like the old deal storyline. I do too, and I support that, right? So I would love, and that's why also I'm more of a fan of. Right? I'm more a fan of these storylines, right? So like the old yeah. deal, like getting out the of players. a players situation, yeah, yeah right. So I would right. definitely love him and the Stafford, right? So like, you yeah, know, it's, it's a lot of angles. Story. It's so many angles, bro. So I'm, yeah. I, I, just, I just want a really good game, bro. True. Yeah, I was just talking to Sire before we record, man. I'm like, I feel good about the Bengals, but uh, if they didn't have like. Aaron Donald, Von Miller on the Rams, bro. Like, I would say, like, the game would be a little bit – I feel like it, it might be close game regardless because it's a Super Bowl. People get nervous. You never know what's going to happen. But I don't know, man. I feel like – I feel like the Rams might get it, bro. Like, they in L.A. Like, it's going to be more L.A. fans there, I believe. Like, yeah. I'm, I think I'm – part of me is rooting for the Bengals. But I'm I definitely just, cheering for the Bengals tonight. Probably's root for the Bengals, but uh, the other side of me is like, bro, like, bro, they got Cooper Cup, OBJ. It's uh, it's it's gonna be crazy, bro. But we'll see. But like Cooper you said, nice it's a, too, bro. I like Cooper Cup. He was on my fantasy team this year, and he did some damage. <laughs> he did some damage. So I mean, but we'll see. I mean, we we pulling for the Bengals, all three of us. I'm really excited for halftime show. To be real, like. More than more so than the game, bro. Like no, it's like HBCU homecoming. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. It feels like like hip hop day or something. Like I feel like like with Kendrick, like Kendrick been a ghost for a while. Like I feel like he gonna bring. I feel like he gonna bring Baby Keem out because that's the last time we heard from him. You know, like we have to do the what is it the rain. Range, Range Brothers, Range Rover Brothers. Yeah. Brothers. Like I Kelly need, I need Toss. That. Yeah, you I, need, that. I need one of those or both, bro. Like, I feel like it's gonna be a good halftime show because the last couple of years have been kind of mid to me. I agree. We'll see. Do you think? Do you think now with with this halftime show that they put together, do you think people back for the whole NFL collaboration? 
or would it be like uh, we finally can give hope some 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 roses for putting together something in the midst of this whole you know <laughs> and make a partnership? Uh, yeah, I feel you. I feel like it's I feel like it'll give hope a little bit. Depends on how the show goes. I feel like it'll be a whole collab or race. I don't feel like we'll see Dre for five minutes, then Snoop for five minutes. I feel like everybody might be on the stage together and it might be like a family affair type of performance. Like Josiah, I think Ice Cube going to come out. Yeah, I think he'll come out, do some NWA stuff with Dre. That'd be fire. Yeah. That'd be fire, bro. Like it's a lot of, it's a lot of opportunities for, they might bring out the Tupac hologram again. Like, like, you never know, bro. Like, it, it might be like on some deep Cali shit. Like, what did they bring like a nip hollow out? Like, that'd be silly. Like, it's a lot of angles that they could go. A lot go. of angles. A lot of angles. It's a lot of angles that could go. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the music. I'm probably going to critique the halftime show more than the, game, the actual <laughs> game. Analyze the game, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I hope we could get like some dope commercials this year, too. Like, I haven't like remember like, it's been a, cool a while. Commercials since, since oh no, like high school. Since them Doritos something. commercials with the little kids slapping the uh slapping the dude. Yeah, to his mom. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we gonna get a lot of heartfelt commercials. Like since we in the pandemic, like have tried to make people feel in good spirits. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, hey, those beer commercials trying to <laughs> be family commercials. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see, man. Uh, it should be a good game today. Um, but um, but let's get into uh, to the episode, man. Um, we got Dr. Dental here with us. And uh, for those who don't know who you are, I mean, I know you from Tennessee State Thank University. You. And uh, you were always active on campus. Like, if we say our face, you, you're like, uh, you're like associated with a certain event that was like good for campus or good for this group of people. Like, tell, tell the people who you are. And uh, for those, this is the first time listening to you. Yeah, man. So uh, Devontae Johnson, um, I guess Instagram known as Dr. Dental. Uh, so I'm a, a dentist by trade. Uh, but more than that, man, a thought leader, um, innovator, um, creator, uh, you know, damn near modern day philosopher now. You know yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, man, I think just my whole purpose right now is just uh, building these worlds, man, to kind of mm -hmm. influence people um, around health. And, and, and living a healthy lifestyle, right? So I think one of my things that I've been able to navigate through from the career-wise to, to schooling-wise, I've been able to see at a high level um, of how impactful uh, health is to our communities mm -hmm. and access to health, right? So like there's so many different determinants of health that we got to figure out. And I just feel like that, that, that voice or that vehicle hasn't had really those creative people behind it, right? So we got all these people that we can speak of in the sports light who are just doing this amazing work or in the yeah. fashion light or in the mm -hmm. uh, music and stuff right. like that. But when it comes to these messages that truly matter, that we really need, mm -hmm. we don't have those creative voices or those influential voices that that make people want to actually change behavior. Yeah, that we can point to easily, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. man. And that, right. and that's all it is, right? We've been conditioned so yeah. long, been domesticated so long about what we think is important when it comes to health. Is that we we gotta figure out a way to get these people's attention, right? Because that's all we're fighting over. We're fighting over everybody's attention. We all Especially got phones. these days, yeah. Yeah, we all got yeah. phones and stuff like that. And you know, we care about so many different things, but like we gotta channel the energy to kind of get people around mm -hmm. this health. So that's that's been my goal, man. That's what I have fun with. 
creating dope dope ideas and concepts and pulling from these different arenas to kind of channel it back into health and health awareness. So just how you got it. Yeah. So I know you went to TSU with Jordan. So high school version of you, what made you go to Nashville? Man, you know what's crazy, man? Um, I TSU was actually like uh, uh HBCU was like a second thought for me initially, bro. And I'll tell That's you, real. Man. That's real. So yeah, when I came out of school, I came from I'm from Atlanta, but I came from yeah. a school that was kind of considered like I guess the hood a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot yeah. of us weren't going to these different places. And I never I wanted just more right so I thought exposure looked like being around people that didn't look like me right so uh at first I wanted to go to um I was going to St. John's actually oh, right? oh so that's, was, that's a good school <laughs> yeah so I, I was infatuated with like up north bro I was infatuated yeah. by, I wanted to be in that grind that hustle the snow you know what I'm saying <laughs> wow that's the rain like, I just, <laughs> okay yeah I just wanted that you know? so um fast forward um it was April of my senior year, my cousin is actually a blood cousin is a DJ crisis. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So that was my, that was my blood yeah. cousin. So he invited yeah. me up there during high school, during my That's high the perfect school. person like, to, to, to show you around. TSU, bro. Yeah. So he he kind of exposed <laughs> me to it. And my spring break of my senior year, I applied to TSU after going up there. I was like, I think that's the energy that I want. I got yeah, in bro. like in a couple weeks, and then you know that was the best decision. I kind of yeah. set the trajectory up for everything else. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I think you know, when it comes to just exposure to HBCUs in Nashville itself, like I knew nothing about Nashville, mm-hmm. but I think I just had those resources and people that just kind of you know helped yeah. me set up way Nashville is because I mean if it wasn't if it wasn't a TSU Nashville wouldn't be what it was you know what I mean or yeah or damn near what it is today like it's like it's Nashville Nashville's grown like really like I moved down here I moved back down here because you know, I was in Chicago for six years and I came back down here in June and like like downtown's like grown exponentially they got like a little skyscraper now bro like the guys that run Slim and Huxies are doing like really, really good work. They got the Black Assembly now. Like, like, like when I first got here in 2008 at TSU, like there were black people here, but like you couldn't like find them easily, I guess. But now, like, it's the presence has grown, even though we still have those issues with, you know, gentrification, obviously, and, you know, pushing certain groups of people out of certain areas. So, I mean, but obviously, but. You know, there's uh there's good things in Nashville. I mean, I'm, I'm glad being back here. But talk about you being at HBCU. Like you said, you first you're kind of you didn't know that you wanted to be here until you got on campus. But like, what was your experience like that kind of molded your drive and your personality to kind of what you're doing now? I, I missed the last part. It kind of went in and out. Oh, basically, like what. At your time at TSU on an HBCU campus, what molded you to, you know, having that drive and that personality that you have today? Yeah, man. I think the biggest thing with that was that, you know, I was around a lot of like like minded people. Yeah. Right? So like TSU has like it's a ton of different people from different places, but you were able to have like th- there was a lot of commonalities. Right. We all wanted Definitely. more. We were coming mm-hmm. from situations that weren't necessarily ideal most of the time. And, you know, I felt like a lot of us had unity, right? So 
you know, it didn't matter what organization you was part of, everybody did community service. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but it was cool. Like. But it was cool though. Like that was a part of that was like threaded, that was threaded into your DNA, real, like, bro. As being a part of whatever yeah. you was a part of. Nah, for real. It was like an oath, like, oh yeah, we yeah. service, or we doing a cleanup, yeah. or we doing a whatever. And subconsciously or consciously, that was getting threaded into my DNA, right? Mm-hmm. So that as I was progressing and, and still doing things, I always had that in the back of my mind of like that give back or that support yeah. or, uh, or being able to help others. And I think, you know, being able to be in a situation where there's a ton of people that were on the same type of thing, it just fostered uh, energy that I wanted to create a space like in the community and do dope things consistently in the community. Mm. So yeah, man, that was like the being in that environment kind of created yeah. that. And then from there, I, I was able to kind of, Kind of move, so you know what? Let's scale it. Let's, let's scale it up. Cetera, yeah, yeah, you've definitely done that. Like you definitely grown. Like follow. Like it's crazy. Like when you leave school, like like social media is is you know it's great for you know keeping in touch with what people are doing or what have been doing. And it's like like seeing you grow, bro. It's it's, it's crazy, bro. Like you are you always had that energy that kind of attracted a lot of people around you. Uh, but it's it's crazy to see that how you've taken that energy and put it in your what you're doing with we must stay healthy and what you're doing um, on social media and, and all your work you're doing on there like it's crazy bro like it's I appreciate it man. yeah it's it's really tight to see that man yeah, for your social media how did you like find your niche with it like to get people's attention yeah, yeah and man, when did I- you know it works when did you know like I got something that because that's gonna work for real. Yeah, man. So I think initially, you know, when you picking a social media name, man, like when Instagram was first coming out, like 2010, 2011, mm-hmm. um, consciously, I consciously just wanted a name that connected my name to my passion, right? So I just chose Dr. Dental because that's what I she was doing. Yeah. yeah, like it was just mm-hmm. like it wasn't even super thought out. But you know how as social media grew, people started kind of acknowledging you as your social name, right? Yeah, so damn like, near. Yeah, damn near. <laughs> yeah, so like you might see a shorty and that's like, oh, that's bad girl, one, nine, three. So that's, people that, do that, 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 that. call me son of the lights for some reason. I'm like, yeah, bro. bro that's, it's like, bro, that's, you don't mind that Jordan, bro. Come on. But, but, but that, that, that right there, that right there subconscious yeah. was branding. Branding, yeah, facts. Right? So like, you mm-hmm. you became a brand like that social media platform became a brand right so like a lot of times the energy that i was pushing out was like all right if this is this thing i'm doing everything authentic to where i am but everything that i was doing on campus reflected a certain aesthetic so that yeah. became a thing right so right. like dr dental does this type of thing dr mm-hmm. dental is student government president doctor yeah. like it all kind of added to that funnel but um again i'm calling myself a global advocate for oral health and Dr. Dental, but I had never actually traveled outside the country. And I felt like that was the catalyst that- kind That's of- what caught my eye for real, bro. Cause yeah. I was like, it's, 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 it's different to see black people doing oral health or being, um, being dentists and things like that. But like when you went overseas and started doing, started doing that with, I don't know what group you were with, but I knew you were probably time, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. You was with your church. Okay. Uh-huh. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, he doing some real work, bro. Like he overseas doing it. So what, what led you to go over there? So you're active in your church 
Yeah, and, yeah, I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was active yeah. in my church, and they were all that's all love doing. Uh, appreciate it. They were doing health things out there, and they were doing like a health clinic. So essentially, what I was looking for was like, all right, well, um, y'all got a dental component. I'm just, mm. I'm just being, I'm just yeah. being yeah, proactive, right? Yeah, they like, nah, well, like if you build something out, you can come on a trip. And this is like 015 at the time. Like I just finished school. You know, I'm trying to figure out dental school, getting in with applications and stuff. So I'm like, all right, let me cook up something. So I cooked up a yeah. play and essentially they were like, well, you know, you got to raise money for your uh, like travel. It was like $1,500. Yeah, cause, yeah. Yeah. And we'll take care of everything else. So I put it on a group, you know, did the GoFundMe yeah, thing. Yeah, the GoFundMe, bro. Yeah, and, man. Hey, it blasted. <laughs> like, in like, in like, you know, a couple days, five or six days, I got all the money I needed. And that's when that's I knew tight. that people believed in the vision. Right. Like, I believed into it, right? Like, mm-hmm. I had, I knew I had built nice. this community. So from there, man, going over overseas and actually seeing dentistry in this most, you know, rudimentary mm-hmm. form, it kind of connected me, right? It was just like, all right. I saw the problem at, at the rawest level. Like, right. I knew that it was work that needed to be done and that I yeah. could I, I could put energy around it and I could build a dope machine to try to take care of this massive issue that was not getting that much light shed on it, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we think about health issues. You know, you got, you know, diabetes in the forefront, hypertension, AIDS, you know, now, mm-hmm. now COVID, all these other things. Right. Right. Oral health is constantly getting buried under all these other health concerns, mm-hmm. right? So- you know, but it's super I, important. But it's super important. So yeah. knowing that I could kind of champion yeah. that, be creative, do whatever. There was nobody doing it in this space. Not that that matters, but it was just like anything that I did was going to be innovative. Yeah. Nobody yeah. Nobody did anything. Right. <laughs> right. It was going to be so something was the first. Yeah. Some stuff. yeah. Yeah. So where are some of the places you went to? So currently, I mean, I spent most of my time in Uganda. So okay. uh, oh, nice. where where is that? So Uganda is uh uh West Africa. West Africa. Uh, I knew Africa, it was Africa. East Africa. East, East Africa. Oh, okay. I knew it was Africa, but you know, I yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, yeah. So I did I did I did Uganda, yeah. I did Uganda uh four times. So Dang. the dopest part about Uganda was that when I was in dental school, I was able to create a program mm. and do a partnership. Mm. It was right before COVID. But um, Man. my dental school got on board, and I took them to the same places that I was going wow. with with my church. We did a pilot trip, connected dots, and the yeah. plan was to then like seal seal the deal with a partnership so we can yeah. take students to that clinic. Mm, the pipeline, yeah, okay, pipeline, right? So like have it to where we got like a whole. Initiative built out of the school, man. So, um, still, we, and I got connections out there. I'm actually building a clinic in Uganda now, man. Um, so that's tight. The plan is now, yeah, appreciate it, man. So, now with that, you know, one of the streams of income for the clinic will be taking, you know, allowing people to do these mission trips, right? So, hey, they'll yeah. be able to, you know, we'll reach out to dental schools, health professional programs. Right. They want to do like a week service trip, you know, they can pay a fee that will go towards like the operational costs to help support yeah. the business. And then, you know, they can come over there. Okay. You know, work at the clinic for a week, et cetera, et cetera. And then that can kind of funnel back into us making, building more clinics, mm. doing other things. But yeah, man. Tell the listeners what uh, dental school you're you're with. I, I went to Tufts University in Boston. Oh, dang. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josiah, when I was, when we were in Jersey, I told him we were, uh, I told him we were out there. I, I, 
Bro, I'm always thinking you're in like New York or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and he's like, bro, I'm still in Boston, but I'm glad you hit me up, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I remember like, Black. where was I? This might have been when I first moved to Chicago. Like, it may have been 15, 16, bro. Like, I had, I had like trouble with my teeth, and my mouth was hurting. Like some serious, bro. And just like I hit up Devontae, bro. I didn't know who to hit up, bro. Because <laughs> like he's saying, bro, like niggas don't go to the dentist often. Or if they do, like, I don't have a relationship with the dentist. Yeah, you just go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm hitting up uh, Devontae over the ground. like, bro, what do I need to do, bro? Like, am I, and he's like, and you introduced me to oral gel, bro. I would never forget this, bro. And then, like, probably within, like, 24 hours, like, like the the symptoms starting to lessen. I was like, he really know what he's talking about. <laughs> it was something so small, so simple, bro. But I'm like, bro, at least he knew, bro. At least he knew. And he was like, but you got he, but he was real. He's like, you gotta go take care of that. But like, but this is this is gonna put a band-aid on it. Yeah, but yeah, and I was nice. and then it's crazy. It's like I'll always remember that, bro. Like <laughs> Love dog, that love man. Yeah. I, small stories is crazy. For real, for real. I always remember that shit. <laughs> Have you noticed that if there's any like health, like oral health discrepancies between black and like other races, or is it yeah pretty much um, common? Yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much common. But like yeah. I think I think uh, access to care is one of those things, right? So yeah. like when you start looking at like um oral health or just health outcomes and stuff like that, a lot of things are kind of factors, right? So like, it comes down to the system, right? So like, yeah. it, I'm, I'm, I know about the whole picture, but I'm still a part of that healthcare system. The same healthcare mm. system that, that, you know, trained us or, you know, treated us like lab rats with the Tuskegee mm-hmm. syphilis experiment that made us right. not trust the doctors. I'm part of that same right. system. So even if I'm educating people differently, I also got to remember that, there's a construct that mm-hmm. here, right? Like there's there's different uh, actual factors that go into it. Like even there's like this thing called the white coat syndrome of where if I took your blood pressure in the in the office before I walked in with my white coat, it would be lower than when I walked in. What? I didn't know that. That's crazy. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, because of the environment, because, because of, of what that white coat means. Yeah. Because you're thinking about all these other types. So it's so many different factors. So, I mean, for me, the, the no, only difference right. that I'm seeing is like, you know, access to care, which is getting <laughs> better, um, but also representation, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's something powerful about having a healthcare provider that looks like you. 100%. Right? So that's like, true. I can, talk, I can talk to you about different things. You can understand the different nuances of my life. You can make references about what's going on. I can relax you. I can keep you more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel like you're getting finessed. Like you, yeah. you, you a little bit yeah. just more like relaxed because you're like, damn, they look, look like me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think why like, you know, I, you know, I've always been kind of like a low Caesar with the curl. That's another reason why I'm on this like free form yeah, shit right now. Like, oh, I was saying, bro. Yeah, he was more clean cut. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> bro, and, and, and you know what? I wasn't even intentionally doing that, but like I've got so many like situations where people have brought me to the side like, man, like thank you for just, you know, breaking down you, the bro. place yeah, thing. Man. Yeah, like, yeah, you, man. You, 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 you know, you giving up, you giving, you giving my kids confidence to be who mm-hmm. they want to be, like doctors can look like this and da-da-da-da-da. Like, and I wasn't even on that consciously, 
But so you were just growing your hair out. It was a pandemic. I couldn't get a job. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I was just like, all right, yo, it's whatever. <laughs> I was going to cut it after the pandemic. And then it just it stuck, bro. You know, came a thing. And I'm like, you know what? This kind of straight. <laughs> Man. Yeah, dog. So yeah, man, to kind of bring it all back, man, there's so many factors when it comes to to like, you know, the differences. But I think the main thing is like, you know, uh actual access to care, representation. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, like, you know, and when I say access, we also can add in access to like fresh produce and foods and stuff like that too, right? Yeah. Um yeah. So a lot of us, man, like one of the main determinants of health is actually poverty, right? So like Mm-hmm. Like if I ask a hundred people, is it important to be healthy? They're gonna say absolutely. But like, let's break it down into like physical things, right? So if you got a kid and I'm hungry, right, and I can go to Wendy's, I can get a four for four that come with a junior bacon cheeseburger, uh, All that, right? Uh, nuggets, <laughs> fries, and a drink, or I can spend that four dollars and get a, a nice healthy salad. Salad, right? Making the four for four. I mean, I I've grown to love salads, by the way. So I would probably lean towards the salad. But you're right, though. It just it's just convenient. You know what I mean? Convenient. It make more sense, right? So like, there's like it's it's so much systemic things that gotta happen. Like you know, it's and it might even be us going back to the basics. Maybe we gotta get more into agriculture and and grow our own. It's it's so many layers to it. But just like I just want to kind of point out, like there's just you know, we can't always fault. We can fault the people sometimes for doing whatever, but it's just like, what choice would you make if you didn't mm-hmm. have access to that? Like, if you, if you had limited resources, like the four for yeah, four makes do? sense. Yeah. I want to be more full. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I live I live close to a Wendy's more than a Publix or you know, <laughs> or Trader like, Joe's or something, right? Yeah, yeah. man. So yeah. like that, those type mm-hmm. of questions, like that, kind of helps change the framework. So you ain't so much like putting pressure on the individual to make better decisions per se, but like yeah. let's foster an environment where they can. Yeah, exactly. Access to these things mm-hmm. so they can make a decision, you know. And that leads me to your brand, bro. We must stay healthy, and that's—I mean, that's a mission in itself. But like, what what led you to starting this brand and doing the things that you're doing now, and kind of talk about what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the biggest thing was actually the pandemic, man. So like, mm. early on in the pandemic, man, I just felt like hopeless like we all at the crib you know you can't do nothing they just in the house tough and it's just like we gotta be it gotta be a proactive approach that we gotta Mm -hmm. take with this type of thing like i just felt like we was like sitting ducks yeah but it's like it's something that we should be doing in the day we to make sure our immune systems is boosted like we healthier like we gotta Mm -hmm. take control yeah i remember you were saying um like it's more than a vaccine and yeah, that was one of the posts I remember seeing. Absolutely, yeah. man. So like, I kind of got to a point where I wanted like a call to action, and that's what we must stay healthy. Yeah, because it was just like we really don't have a choice. Like, we gotta yeah. prioritize health. Like, because like I said, man, we we in this generation where everybody, you know, we all trying to progress in our careers. We all want to be these bosses. But if you mm-hmm. ain't healthy enough to spend the money, <laughs> yeah. nigga, what you doing? <laughs> if you ain't healthy enough to enjoy yourself, come on, yeah. like it's yeah. just it don't even it don't even make sense, bro. So yeah. like that whole it set up it started off with uh with merchandise, right? So I was diving into like mm-hmm. shirts because it was easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of did a, a ton of a ton of products and kind of exposed it, and the brand got kind of got moving. But now that I've kind of taken a step back, now I'm diving into more programming, right? So 
We want to do more initiatives, collaborating with these industries that people already care about, right? So be it mm-hmm. fashion, media, entertainment, mm-hmm. uh, whatever else. The things that people already have their eyes on, we just want to kind of collaborate with people to kind of shift their mindset um, about, you know, when, in terms of health. So one yeah. of the, the dope things that we're trying to move di- toward the direction of is um, I'm, I'm trying to do barbershop shopping that's what we're working barbershops so for the for the black okay. male that's lit. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So for the, for the black that's where male, you're gonna spark conversation too because it's already conversations <laughs> in the barbershop exactly. so you might as well talk about something productive exactly and see, and you, you hit it right on the head bro the barbershop for the black male that's like the cornerstone bro like yeah. that might be the only therapy session we get yeah they gonna keep it real <laughs> in the barbershop bro they keep it real yeah. man so like Think about if we leverage those barbers and kind of educate them yeah. about, you True. know, specific health issues. So we want to focus on hypertension and high blood pressure. Mm. Right. And, that, and that's and that's um, and that's and that's key because I'm doing I, I, I'm in research right now on my current job and uh, we're doing some work around COVID. And, you know, diabetes is a real plague in our in the black community. And they saying like, bro, if you're unvaccinated, if you have diabetes and if you somehow get the virus, you damn near gonna die, bro. Or That's like crazy, be in a hospital for a very, very long time. So, like when you speak of diabetes, it's um it's super, it's super important, bro. Cause a lot of sometimes it's hereditary, but sometimes it's not. And you know, like you said, if if it's not here, you can, you know, put those actions in to you know make that change, bro. Cause now nah, you you hitting on the head with diabetes, it's it's tough, bro. It's yeah, tough. Man. Yeah, yeah man. and I, and the, and the thing about it is, I really didn't, you know, because I think you know the media kind of, it's the media's job to make everybody's every everybody else's issues our issues. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? <laughs> so yeah, you're looking at the media, you hearing about all this stuff going on, right? So like, not to say like, not to not not to dim the light of like you know uh, the police brutality stuff that goes on, right? Like George Floyd and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but. The slow killer, the thing that's that slow thing that's getting us is those health things, right? Like yeah. the diabetes, that's killing us way more than the police brutality. Yeah, bro. Right. Like cancers, the hypertensions, the heart attacks, bro. Like that's that's crippling our families. And those are things that we could be, we could be, there's things that we could be doing to prevent those things, right? Like there's education that mm-hmm. we could, could be having that, that could have, that we could have to prevent those things. And I think the reason we know the reason why they don't want to have those conversations is because they make money off of that. Yeah, they make money off. They make money off your sickness. <laughs> Come on, why would I? Why would I give you the cure when I could just keep you on a drug for twenty five years and you pay me? But it's crazy, bro. Like, cure is not profitable, bro. A cure is not profitable. We in a capitalistic society, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but fortunately. You know, what I'm that's saying? so that's so tough to think about, bro. Honey, we do like money. Yeah. Why do, why do you think like health isn't like a priority in the United States? Like not made cool like everything else. Oh, uh, yeah. Because like I said, because disease is disease is profitable. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's, not. It's, 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 you're not going to make is, money. If, you're not going to make money if people start to I think it's cool. Leave, leave with <laughs> Leave <Yeah>. with <laughs> <laughs> pharmaceutical industry bro they make too yeah. much money on sickness and like yeah. it's like like it's ridiculous dog like and i'm and i'm i'm actually because we're in this age now where it's like all right, a lot of our people are not going to get those annual checkups like they want to but i'm interested to see how things are going to pan out like 
are we going to be at more, like, are we going to have, like, I can't, I can't imagine none of my homies having diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. That's I can't crazy. imagine that thought, but yeah. it's just like, are we it's, in that direction? Like, are we, are we going to have high, high, high blood pressure soon? Like, it's, it's, I feel it's like, weird. I feel like our generation is a little bit healthier than health conscious before. Yeah. yeah uh, conscious rather. Yes. That's a good word to put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, than our parents or you know our aunties and uncles before us because they're they're our grandparents and our great grandparents you know and our greats you know they was brought up on the slave food bro and once you know about it that's what you're gonna pass down so that's why growing up i go to my grandma's house my mom's mom's house and i'm smelling chillings and <laughs> and a 12 year old me don't know where chillings come from but as you get older, you look up chitlins. That's slave food, bro. Like, yeah. and and when it, like if you pass it down, it's just what you know. Like you, you only know fried foods. You only know these things, right? You're not eating veggies until okay. like until later, yes. I guess. Because I know, like my mom is like a is a health nut, and like when we were growing up, we eased into the healthy foods, I guess. Maybe they didn't start off like that, but like, yeah, I guess like the we're in the information era, and the more information you can read about and see, then the better decisions you can the make. better decisions you can yeah. make about yourself. So, but like you said, if you if you have access to to the whole point of it all is having access. So, right, you can have access to the internet and read all this stuff. But if I can't get to it, then it's 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 a whole another it's a whole another thing. Oh, another man. But I feel like we're a little bit more health conscious. I feel like our kids and their kids' kids will, you know, do the, I guess, be on some of the type of things that you're talking about, like doing things for yourself or yeah. not not waiting on not waiting on the system or somebody to to do it for you. you I know? agree. So I agree. I feel like we're I feel like we're getting there. But it's, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's social media though too, because people be like doing check-ins with their friends and stuff on their stories, like going to yeah. the gym and stuff. Yeah, so that's I guess is a good step in the right direction. Like I don't know about what they be eating and stuff. So yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's all it's all a mind game to be real, bro. Um, bro, talk about some of the like you have all this success right now. Some can you talk about one of the, or one of the biggest challenges that you learned thus far? Yeah, man, I think the biggest thing is like <clears throat> there's a couple of different things, but um. Dog, man, like, I recently, man, I've been able to dive into more so, like, just kind of hearing myself. And I think a lot of my success has kind of came from, like, uh, solitude. Not necessarily isolation, but, like, solitude, right? Like, I, I, what I realized from just talking to my friends, a lot of my family, like, a lot of our thoughts that we have are not even our thoughts. Like, yeah. they're, they're, like... They're recycled. Yeah, yeah, man, they're, like, they're, like, influenced by other people, by society, by different things. And, like, we're not truly living in our purpose mm-hmm. because we we trying to we call it I call it like prescription. It's like a prescriptive nature. Like we trying to prescribe to a certain type of aesthetic because that's what mm. popping look like or that's what mm. being healthy looks like or that's what being successful looks like. And we're not actually in tune with our own thoughts and, and our own voice. So for me, man, like I always have been on a situation where it's like, look, trust yourself, man. Mm. Your ideas never lie. Because if you supposed to do it and go through it, even if it's not deemed successful, um, 
it, it's a lesson that you're going to learn to help you get to the next step. Yeah. And, you know, being able to bet on myself with all these different plays, no matter what it is, I feel like I've just been able to kind of hear my voice, like that inner voice, right? That voice that you know all the time is telling you to do something. Like, yeah, lean on I'm that. Just, I'm just in tune with it. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of feel through this a lot better. Yeah, man. So that's that's one of the biggest things. The second thing will probably be like, um, going back, it's kind of piggybacking off of that. Like, I go from idea to execution extremely fast. So... I think that's a lot of people's downfall is that they, everybody always studying. Like, I oh, yeah, mm-hmm. man, I'm getting ready. I'm about to, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm researching. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those cold know, words. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, man. We, <laughs> hey, we getting ready to, for me, dog, I'm putting plays in motion because. You learn from I, that experience. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I always mm-hmm. think that if you're a beta version or that first version that you put out, if it's perfect, then you launch too yeah. late. Right. You could have right. been in a game, bro. Like, because yeah, yeah. a lot of this stuff is learned as you're going. Like, you go. start trial yeah, and you start, error. Like, type exactly. Yeah. You're polishing things up. So, I'll make three mm. mistakes before the first person even start because I'm just like, okay, I like it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do? Yeah. Make the dots with, and then we navigate through it. You know what I mean? So, that's that's been. Yeah, that's, that's inspiring in itself, bro. That's inspiring in itself because, like you said, bro, you might be having these ideas, but. People might be hesitant or, you know, fear, scared, whatever it might, the case may be. But if like if you see somebody like you, bro, like that went from the, I guess, the situation you were growing up in Atlanta from going to TSU to being in Boston, you know, that's a whole <laughs> other thing. And then like un- being unapologetic, being yourself unapologetically, like with the hair, with the style, bro, like. I feel like I feel like that rubs a little bit people in Boston a little bit the wrong the a little bit ways yeah. left field maybe you know you know what's you know what's funny you know what's funny it was like they had to they had to conform to me I didn't yeah, there yes yeah, I'm saying you know yes. what I'm saying like so when you walking into yeah. class like if I'm walking into class and I got that gun on <laughs> got that gun on so I'm in there coming through the hallways. Cause that's me. That's what I want to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So what you realize too by not conforming is you realize like how much people love our culture. Hey, they they want to be us so bad, dog. They love it, though. <laughs> they love it, man. Like they want your feedback on everything. They kind of trying to get justifications if it's cool or not, and it just kind of right. made me own it. Like, look, man. Mm. Like we are the standard. Yeah. It don't matter what's going on, we are the standard, man. So I was able to kind of influence, you know, a lot of my other counterparts that came in, uh, African-American brothers and sisters. Yeah. And we were able to scale that thing. So like prime example at Tufts, um, my, Tufts is the second largest dental school in the nation. Right. Wow. So pretty large school. And in my my in my, my class, we had wow. uh, it's 200 kids in each class. Dang, so Dang that's had, like the, the movies for real. When you get on the, <laughs> you see college on movies, you see audience, a crowd full of people, sanctuary. That's the, hey, you was living crazy, there. Cra- crazy. So look, so look, in my class, it was a uh, 18 black, 18 black. Wow. Out of 200 right. people. Out of 200, right? Less than 10. That's what I say. It's less than 10%. Less than 10, right? Fast forward, we go through, go through. So I went through the four years. Every year, the class under me, more and more students, more and more students, more and more mm. students. Black students. This incoming class, after I graduated, the, the last class we recruited, 56 black. Wow. Dang. Mind you, 18 black when I was there, 
That yeah. was the most blacks in history. Right. Now is they that going? They don't. Now they doing numbers. Yeah, it's like twenty five percent. That's crazy, bro. You know what I'm but saying? But so, I guess in that group that you know that's recruiting, like, what was the magic? I guess like. So man, so we got we got a, we got a dean of admissions that's super dope. Yeah. She's actually a, she's actually a Spelman woman. Okay. Oh, look. There you go. There you go. There you go. Major, right? So, uh, and then on top of that, man, I think they just saw how we were just, how we were flourishing, right? Like how we made, we just made Boston look cool. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. We, we I'm telling you, bro. I, I, yeah. said it. I said, I said, I always think you're like in New York or something, bro. <laughs> this man is in Boston. <laughs> That's bro, Boston, bro. We were, we were in Boston making Boston look crazy, yeah. man. So yeah. I think people just wanted that network. And that's important. We talking about professional school. Like if you mm. can get your degree from anywhere, but you want to go somewhere where you support it because school is hard. 100%. Right. So you want to be around people like-minded like you, you know, you can, you can kind of get weight off your shoulders and, and kind of communicate mm-hmm. at that level. And you feel comfortable outside of just the normal hustle and bustle of a, of a, a doctorate program. So I think that's that attracted hard. people a lot. So that kind of yeah. scaled, scaled it up to, to crazy numbers now. That's hard. So what you, what do you eventually, like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to just like work for have, a company and work, have on tea, work on tea forever or, or you kind of see like your brand, we must stay healthy kind of being bigger than what it is. Or I got, have yeah. you thought about that? Yeah. Yeah, man. So I think, um, I definitely want to have like, you know, a couple, you know, we must healthy, of course, but just like other businesses that are flourishing pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I want to do dentistry for free. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do. So I, I want to be able to do dentistry uh, for like, you know, people in need and different things right. where they can maybe just write, write a letter or something and we take care mm. of their dental needs and whatever. But I want my businesses to fund that mission. Right. Um, to where we could just serve, man. Because like I said, I come from a family, bro, paycheck to paycheck. We ain't never really have nothing crazy. But I also understand how expensive dentistry is, right? 100%. And, yeah. and healthcare in general, right? So it's just like, like man, like... Mm. So, Sometimes even now when I'm, you know, I'm treating patients and you know, I don't even tell them the price. I have somebody come in that tells mm. them the numbers. But, bro, it's just like, damn, I don't know if I could afford this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, bro, it's it's the system. I can't. Yeah. I, can't. I was going to say, that's probably a reason why people don't go all the time. No, nah, can't afford it. It's like, yeah. damn, like, I hate to tax you, but that's just mm. what it costs. Like, <laughs> It just what it costs. But it makes sense though. It's it's your teeth, bro. Like yeah, you gonna like, need your teeth. You need your teeth. Yeah, so yeah. But it's I like, get, like I, I see I see the 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 cost. Like I see the cost and demand part of it. It, get, it go it go up, man. So like yeah, I just want to be to a, see. A, be at a position where I could help people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And need set up these clinics. That's good though. And then just do you know what I'm saying? Do service work and like dope creative initiatives and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that'd be ideal for me. That's good, dog. I mean, hey, it seems like you're doing it, man. It seems like you got the. I feel you're gonna be fundraising for for a while, but it'll work, man. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. Hopefully, it'll work. And hopefully, hopefully, the businesses funnel back in. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you, you, you'll, you'll, like you said, you want to be around like-minded people. So I, I'm sure, like, those like-minded individuals are, are gonna want to do, you know, this type of work. You know, so it's needed for sure, especially in those neighborhoods or in those overseas countries that you've been to, bro, like you, you've already got the foundation. So I see, I see it happening uh, for real. Um, Josiah, you got anything else? Yeah. So you trying to run Boston? 
I'm out of Boston, man. I'm, right now, right now, I'm back in the South, man. I'm actually back in Atlanta now. All right, oh, tight. And, um, all right, yeah, man. You know, Atlanta is is you know this is this is this is the Wakanda of the United yeah. States. It's home, bro. Yeah, it's home. Yeah, man. So yeah. just want to kind of get my foot in here and and know that I could kind of build something, especially with you know you know music industry and, everything yeah. down there. It's, yeah, Hollywood like, down there. Film, like, you know, yeah. some studios out here, so they know mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. A lot of opportunity, right? So I'm just trying to figure out a way to kind of collaborate my message in those plays, right? So yeah. I think it's the perfect setup, perfect place, and we're just going to kind of make it happen organically. I like it, man. I, I love everything that you're doing. Um, where can people find you? Man, so you can find me on Instagram, uh, Dr. Dental 16 um, Same thing on Twitter, Dr. Dental 16 uh, you can visit our page, uh, we must stay healthy.com, merchandise and all that type of stuff. And then my personal uh, website is uh, drdevante.com. And, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of interviews, <laughs> like this interview going to live on there. All the interviews live That's on there. That's hard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're doing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dog. You know them up. <laughs> I see what you're doing, bro. That's tight. So, uh, all right. So I, I hit you up uh, this one time trying to get the chucks, bro. I wear size like 13, 14 shoes. And Josiah wear like 15, 16. Yeah, 15, I wear 15. Yeah. <laughs> so uh y'all got any merch coming out? Like, or I should say, like, I don't know, this might be a suggestion, but you know, I'm older now and uh I'm into home goods, bro. Like stuff I can put on my, my bookshelf or I on my, on my nightstand or a little mug or something like, man, something I'm, like I'm, that. I'm diving into the home goods too man I really want to get into like um I think my next home good is gonna be like a planner oh, okay a planter but like plant mom plant dad you know everybody yeah. kind of on that wave recently yeah, yeah. like adult like you know planner it's you know an audience saying? for it it's, it's, it's yeah there. like yeah so you could kind of put your stuff there just something different that I That's haven't hard. seen that much of. And I think that if it's, you know, you got like a certain aesthetic or yeah. it's kind of custom made that people might grab those for they, cause like I yeah. said, we, we got homes now, people got cribs, like they want their crib to have a certain aesthetic. Facts, so I, I, mean, I might dive into like some more pieces like that. So. Facts, bro. Man, I, I appreciate your time with us, man. Dr. Dental, Devontae Johnson. Yes, sir. Y'all yeah. go find them, Dr. Dental 16 on the, on the ground, on Twitter. Uh, you want to leave with anything else, bro? Man, dog, hey, look, I think the final thing on some health tip, man, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta eat to live. We can't live to eat, Thanks. man. So let's, 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 <laughs> that's a yeah, stuff. man, let's, let's just, let's focus on diet, man. Let's yeah. focus on, you know, making sure we're drinking enough water, man, and just living the right lifestyle, man. We should have did this yesterday because Super Bowl Sunday, you know, people are going to be eating oh, wings and ribs, bro. It's turn today. <laughs> It's turn today. All right, they gonna go. It's gonna go one thing after the other. Hey, now, look, hey, look, every, hey, everything in moderation. Hundred you know percent. Okay. I'm not a vegetarian, man. I tell people all that I ain't a vegetarian. I'm a flexitarian. Right? Flexitarian. Like, I'm gonna steal that. So I'm, you know, I'm some, steal days, that. some days I'm eating certain things. Some days I'm not. Yes, yeah. Right. It's moderation, man. You Thanks. know, you know when you're going crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you, you know, know when you get. You're like, so I'm ODing right now. I'm on my 20th wing, man. What am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Silly, man. Oh, man. But uh, we'll let you get back to your day, bro. Go Bengals. And uh, brush your teeth. Time, bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. We'll catch you. Yeah, I'll be safe.